thanks for tuning in to this week's special episode of the Kingdom of Pinfall. It's not a regular chapter of the epic War and Peace length masterpiece that is about this great WrestleMania. This is a standalone side story. It takes place in Pinfall, of course, but uh, is not directly related to the main storyline that I have been telling you because I need a little break to work on the next chapter as we have caught up to what I've written, sort of. Um, I do have other chapters. I think I talked about this last episode. I'm sorry for repeating myself. Um, I have written other chapters, but I didn't write them in order and I have not written the next actual chapter. So wish me luck with that. I am super busy with things. And, um, of course, check out the episode description for my link tree. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. It's kind of fun and pointless. This story is dedicated to a man I know named Dave. I hope he's deeply moved by the important moral lesson here in this. Uh, trigger warnings, character death and kind of it gets a little weird uh you'll see so proceed with some caution and let's get this party started the legend of lana and the potato column Once upon a time in the realm of Ra, there lived a beautiful and very powerful witch married to a horrible brutish man. She was the most powerful and most beautiful witch in all of Pinfall, or so she thought. She and her brutish husband lived in a small hut far from civilization where he kept her confined because he was a jealous and brutish man. In reality, the witch was not that beautiful nor very powerful and her husband was not all that brutish nor jealous. Their hut was very nice, not terribly far from town, and the witch could come and go as she pleased. The witch, Lana, desperately wanted a new husband, though, because she'd grown bored with a simple fighter named Rusev. He was a pretty good fighter at the time they married, having defeated many men, but now there were fighters better than him, sexier than him, and this didn't appeal to Lana. She thought herself the most beautiful and most powerful witch in all of Pinfall, after all. Thus, she deserved the best, sexiest fighter for a husband. So Lana began going about trying to find a new, improved, much better, more handsome, stronger husband. A husband upgrade. She wanted the perfect husband, the king of husbands, the husband to end all husbands. She realized soon that none of the men of Pinfall were good enough for her, not a single one. She recalled from her youth a legendary spell, a spell using the ancient magic from before the first WrestleMania. During the Monday Night Wars, the ruthless adversaries of Raw used this type of wild magic. They created creatures called golems from inanimate objects to assault the warriors of Raw. The creatures were fantastic fighters, though obviously not so great because the realms of Nitro and Thunder eventually fell to the realm of Raw. Since Lana believed she was the most powerful witch in all of Pinfall, she thought she could modify this legendary golem spell to make the husband of husbands, the arch-husband. She'd use something better than rocks or mud to make her golem as well. Fortuitously, or ironically, 
Rusev had given Lana a book on their wedding day titled Legendary Spells at the Forgotten Realms. Lana recalled this book and asked her brutish husband Rusev to get it for her from the top shelf in her witching room as she could not reach it. He acquiesced, not knowing that she was plotting his demise. Since Rusev gifted her the book and even reached the book for her from the shelf, he could not possibly be upset with her when she made a new husband using said book. He had essentially given her his blessing as far as she was concerned. Lana spent an entire day thumbing through the huge and very hefty tome. It was a neatly organized book with each spell in a section according to its appropriate category, but because Lana was not a good witch at all, she didn't know what this golem spell would be considered. When she finally found the spell, she read over it several times. It was a specific spell, many details, a lot of work. Lana didn't like anything that was any amount of work, really. She hadn't even considered what she wanted to make her golem husband out of. This was step one, she figured. She sat and she pondered. She thought of everything she didn't like and everything she did like. She thought of all the qualities she needed the perfect husband to have. The thinking was a lot of work, so she stopped. She began looking around the hut. They had a lot of potatoes. She liked the potatoes. Did she like potatoes more than she liked Rusev? Yes. Was she attracted to the potatoes? Yes. The more she looked at them, the more she realized that they looked sort of like mussels. She imagined the basket of potatoes as a basket of calves, biceps, triceps, round and bulbous pecs and glutes. She licked her lips and decided that the husband of husbands would be made of potatoes. Potatoes are a strong tuber, versatile, hairless, smooth. When the potatoes became flesh, they would be the sexiest, strongest husband. She dragged the basket of potatoes over to her witching room where she had the book laying out on a table. She looked over the spell one more time and then laid out the potatoes on her rug. She realized quickly that she needed more potatoes because the king of husbands needed to be a very big man. He needed the hugest arms, neck, and chest. She was into men that were very large up top, so she needed to bulk up her golem with even more potatoes. Rusev! She yelled out to him as he chopped wood in the backyard. I need more potatoes! Why? he asked. I'm doing a spell, she said, annoyed that he questioned her. All right, how many more? One, two? He stopped chopping and put the axe down. Probably a hundred more pounds at least. He raised an eyebrow. One hundred pounds of potatoes? Lana, dear. She shrieked. Get me more potatoes, Rusev! And so Rusev did. He went to town and bought all of the potatoes that were for sale. Barrels and barrels of potatoes were loaded onto his cart, and he brought them back to his wife. He unloaded them and watched her stack them on top of each other. It looked to him that she was making some sort of statue. She held them together with toothpicks and with rubber cement. He had never seen her do anything with such great care and such focus before. Periodically, during her work, she would take a step back, put her hands on her hips, and admire the figure made entirely of potatoes. She would again lick her lips, imagining the final form of this perfect man. With each potato she joined to the golem, she became more and more filled with lust. She would run her fingertips over each potato of her future husband's abs. It made her spine tingle, and she couldn't wait for the soft skin of the potatoes to be soft, warm people skin. 
She would oil his skin, grease him up. It would be like slathering butter onto a baked potato. She could smell it, taste it, and the anticipation was killing her. What are you making a statue of? Rusev finally asked her, observing her quietly for some time. My husband, she answered. This was not a lie. It was just not a statue of her present husband. Rusev was pleased, glad that she had found something to do, and glad she was making a statue of potatoes of him. She seemed bored all the time. She crafted her potato golem well into the night, making very sure his muscles were all symmetrical. She delicately stacked the potatoes and joined them to make great big pecs and great big arms, a thick neck, sculpted thighs. The golem had beautiful, perfectly symmetrical abs, and her brutish husband didn't have abs at all. She used up all of the potatoes. She didn't have many left for his head, but this was fine. His head was sort of small, but she decided that heads were not important, and she was pleased. This man-shaped monument, made entirely of potatoes, stood over six feet tall. It weighed probably over 200 pounds, she thought, or close to 300. She liked this a lot. What a big man, she mumbled, feeling aroused, looking at the hulking potato man, envisioning him as a real man. She needed to pour her love into this golem to bring it to life. This would be no trouble for her. The more she looked at it, the more she fell in love with it. Come to bed, Lana, Rusev said to her from the bedroom. Shut your mouth, Rusev! She bellowed back and continued to stare longingly at her beautiful creation. She was truly the most powerful witch. She was practically a god. Here she was, creating life, breathing life into potatoes to create the perfect man who would be her husband, who would also worship her as creation witch goddess Lana, the most powerful in all of Pinfall. Lana runs her hands over the potato muscle arms of the figure down his chest where she used some potatoes with nice little eyes for his nipples. She didn't want a new husband without nipples. She thought herself very detail-oriented. She actually was quite detail-oriented when it came to some things. One of the things she was not detail-oriented about was reading spells. She needed to name him so she could properly express her love and pour it into him. My Bobby, she whispered into one of the ears that she carved. His ears were not exactly the same, as she wasn't very good at carving, but they were close enough. They looked fine on his somewhat small head. I love you, my Bobby. She thought she felt the potato golem shudder. Thought she felt warmth, a heartbeat for just a moment. It did not come to life, though. She sighed and then stood on her tiptoes to kiss the potato mouth. She sucked the raw potato, slathered it with her tongue, and said again, I love you, my Bobby. Again, she thought she felt it twitch, but then nothing. She returned, frustrated, to the Book of Spells. Along with pouring in all of her love, she also needed to pour in her intent, passion, need, and a couple of other things that didn't make sense to her. Her intent was to make a new husband, kill her current husband, and then have her new husband become the greatest champion of pinfall with her at his side. She sat down at the table and pouted. She crossed her arms and stared at her golem. She imagined once again how he would look once he was made flesh and the things she would do to him once he was made flesh and destroyed Rusev. Lana read the spell again and again. She read it and then she sat and thought. And then she stared. She stayed up all night doing this. 
The fire turned to embers in the hearth as the sun began to peek over the horizon. She sat and she still stared. She tried her very hardest to pour her intent into the perfect man, her man, made of delicious tubers. Rusev awoke. He went to his wife's witching room and found her sitting at the table with the spell book, gazing at the incredible things she created. He too gazed at it for a while. It didn't look very much like him. Perhaps it was closer to his likeness in his younger years. Perhaps his dear wife wanted to capture him as he was in his prime and make him immortal in potatoes. He realized, though, that potatoes are not forever. Eventually the statue would grow lots of eyes, turn to mush, collapse. Rusev was not the smartest man. He cautiously asked his wife, Lana, what are you doing? You never came to bed. Lana stood up, knocking the chair over. She screamed at the top of her lungs and flipped the table carelessly toward her potato golem. She screamed so loud that the force of her scream was sonic and all of the windows blasted out of their hut with a loud bang, followed by the twinkling noise of glass as it shattered. Rusev fell to his knees and covered his ears, which had begun bleeding. The ground trembled under them. When Lana looked again at her golem, he stood holding the table she had flung toward him. He blinked his eyes and his bald head glimmered in the morning light. He effortlessly held the big wooden table with his massive arms like it weighed nothing. He was so, so strong. My Bobby! she exclaimed with glee. You're alive! Lana? The golem responded, and his lips curled slowly into a smile. He blinked his small eyes a few more times, and they sort of widened in something that sort of looked like excitement. Lana ran to the man, and he dropped the table. It slammed on the floor, and he flexed his giant pecs, making his nipples dance. She jumped into his hairless arms and touched his smooth skin. Veins bulged under his skin, and he was warm, full of life. His entire body was hairless because potatoes do not have hair. Potatoes did indeed make the perfect man, and Lana was more than pleased. For a moment, as Lana the witch let Bobby the potato golem cradle her, she forgot all about the hairy man that was still currently her husband. Rusev got to his feet unsteadily and wiped off the sides of his face where something in each of his ears had ruptured, causing blood to leak out. He shook his head and became befuddled, as his brain slowly put together what he looked at in his wife's witching room. The huge statue that his wife meticulously crafted had become a man who still looked pretty much like he was made of a bunch of potatoes stacked on each other. Destroy him! Lana commanded and pointed angrily at Rusev, flailing her arm. Huh? Rusev muttered and before he could say or do anything else, the humanoid potato creature had gently placed his wife on the floor and was upon him. I will crush his puny, hairy body, Bobby yelled as he plowed into Rusev's midsection. Rusev and Bobby went crashing into the wall. Through the wall, they landed on the floor in the kitchen. Lana followed and said to her new man, Don't drag this out. Kill him now. Tater squeeze! Bobby's voice echoed through the hut as he stood up and hugged Rusev to death. Lana cackled and then cackled some more. She clenched her fists and cheered for her Bobby. He joined her in laughter. They laughed together for some time over Rusev's corpse. I should put on pants, Bobby said to her, his voice very deep and sexy. I don't know if I can fit into this man's pants. I appear to be much larger. You are far, far larger. Lana laughed some more. She then said very seriously to the golem, 
I want you to ask me to marry me. Bobby nodded his smallish head. Will you marry me, Lana? Yes, she squealed and jumped again into his arms. Bobby, the almighty Potato Gollum, and Lana the Witch were happy together for some time. They traveled around the realm of Raw, and Bobby killed a lot of smaller, weaker, normal human men. Bobby became interested in the belts of power. Bobby became more interested in the belts of power than he was interested in his creator, Lana. He realized she was not all that pretty and not all that great of a witch. She was mostly very shrill. It was her shrillness that brought him to life, and it was her shrillness that ultimately drove him away. In an unexpected turn of events, and also an act of karmic retribution, the potato golem lost interest in his wife before she lost interest in him. The almighty Bobby decided that he would form his own allegiances and not be controlled by his creator any longer. Lana held him back, constantly having him tater squeeze the weakest of men to ensure victory. He could squeeze the life from bigger men, greater men, and then truly be the greatest man, although he was, in fact, just a stack of potatoes and not a real man at all. Lana had indeed created such a perfect man that this man was too good for her. The created surpassed his creator, and so he went on his way. He simply left her one night without a word to wake up alone as Rusev had done the morning of Bobby's creation. The golem began his own journey for a belt of power, and that is a separate story for another time. No one lived happily ever after. The end. <laughs> all for listening to this great legend of pinfall and i hope you got some chuckles out of it um next week i don't know if it will be a chapter episode or another interlude episode um we will see it'll be a surprise and thank you thank you thank you and goodbye